We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. An opportunity for Luka Doncic and the Mavericks to take the lead and now win the game. Double team. Dinwiddie. Buzzer beater. Spencer Dinwiddie has done it again. This dude has got a home with the Dallas Mavericks. Hey, this is Spencer Dinwiddie and you're listening to the Mavs Step Back Podcast. Good morning, everybody. Welcome in to another episode of Morning Coffee with Mav Stepback. I'm your host, Dalton Trigg. You can find me on Twitter at Dalton underscore Trigg. You can follow our pod account at Stepback Mavs as well. And as always, be sure to like, rate, and subscribe on all your favorite podcast platforms. And leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. That really helps us out. And it also enters you for a chance to win future giveaways that we do at Mav Stepback. So, guys... Happy Monday. Uh, I know it's, you know, depending on what all you've got going on, it might not be a happy Monday, you know, coming right off the weekend, but uh, we got a lot of stuff going on this week uh, with the Mavs because it starts off uh, tonight, and today is Monday, November 7th. Uh, the Mavs take on the Brooklyn Nets for the second time in a little over a week. Uh, they The first time they played at Brooklyn on October 27th, they won in overtime. It was a thriller, 129 to 125. Uh, Luca had a 41 point triple double. And uh, now they play Brooklyn at American Airlines Center, and Brooklyn doesn't have Kyrie Irving, who is suspended. Uh, and honestly, you know, there's no telling if he'll, if he's ever going to come back uh, to the Brooklyn Nets. So uh, we'll see how that goes. Keep an eye on it. Um, I was informed by Chuck Cooperstein last night that, you know, this this wasn't going to be an easy game for the Mavs, even though, you know, Kyrie isn't playing. And honestly, I could see that being the case, <laughs> given how most games have gone for the Mavs this year. Uh, every single game has been close, except for the Memphis game in the second one of the season. Uh, so I could I could see it happening, you know, this being a close one, but... On the flip side of that, I kind of feel like the Mavs are due for a no-doubter type of win. And I just feel like, you know, it it couldn't come at a better time than playing a 
dysfunctional Nets team who is, you know, they're missing a guy that dropped nearly 40 points on the Mavs uh, about a week and a half ago. Um, and, you know, they're they're kind of reeling a little bit. Now, they've been playing great defensively lately, but the Mavs have a top offense in the league, and Luka's playing at an outstanding level. I don't expect that to continue, you know, going into uh, this game with the Mavs. So, uh, Mavs play the Nets. They're 5-3. and three. Uh, You take a quick look at the NBA standings and – you know, there's there's a lot of stuff to be encouraged about because, yeah, the Mavs are 5-3. and three. Yeah, they've lost three games by single digits. It's games that could have easily gone the other way, you know, had they brought a little more effort or, you know, if they had, uh, you know, paid more attention to detail or if Luka had gotten a better bounce on his last second shots, you know, they could very easily be 6-2 and two or 7-1. and one. Uh, but you know the reality is they're not. They're five and three. But if you look in the loss column, they've got the same amount of losses as all the way up to the two seed, which is the Utah Jazz. So, um, so in the West right now, and you know again it's early and game to game things can change. But as of right now, the Phoenix Suns are first. Uh, the Utah Jazz are still second. The Mavs had a big win over them. Uh, they continue to be on a hot streak. They're eight and three. Uh, the Memphis Grizzlies third. Trailblazers fourth. The Mavs have a big game with them coming up later this week. Um, Denver Nuggets fifth. Uh, the Dallas Mavericks are sixth. And then you have the Pelicans, Clippers, finishing out the top eight, and the Spurs and the Timberwolves. Uh, finish out those those play-in spots in the West standings. Uh, so, everything's still tight. It's the Wild West as always, but the Mavs are in pretty good position. And what I'm interested in, you know, everybody talked about how the, you know, the, the net rating was such a big deal last year. Even though the Mavs were winning, their net rating was not very good. Well, looking at the net rating right now in the West, they have the second the second best net rating. So, uh, Phoenix is first at uh, 11.2. The Mavs are second at 6.0. Uh, and then the next closest is the New Orleans Pelicans at 5.1. Uh, so, the Mavs are doing good in that department. Uh, they've won three in a row, which is, you know, tied for the longest streak in the West with the Memphis Grizzlies. Uh, so, It'll be interesting to see if they can keep it going against the Brooklyn Nets. They should be able to. You know, it's at home. The Nets are short-handed, But, you know, you never want to discount uh, Kevin Durant and what he can do on a night-to-night basis. But uh, if they take care of business, they should be able to win four in a row, go to 6-3 and three on the year, and, you know, rattle off some wins here uh, in the coming weeks. Because, you know, looking at the – the Mavs schedule here, let's see, they play the Nets Monday, and then on Wednesday, it's the first night of a road back-to-back, they play the Orlando Magic, that was a tough game for the Mavs uh, back on October 30th, uh, when they ended up winning 114-105, to uh, Luka had 44 points in that one, 
but you know, it got it, there were some anxious moments in it. You know, the, the Magic they're young, they're hungry, uh, they don't have it put together to where you know they can finish out games right now. But uh, Manchero is the truth. Uh, he is a he's going to be the runaway rookie of the year this year, and he is going to be a star in this league for years to come. So uh, it's it's not going to be easy for the Mavs, but after the Nets, they play uh, the Orlando Magic on the road on Wednesday, second night of a back-to-back. They play at Washington against KP. Uh, and the last time they played at Washington, <laughs> after that KP trade, they got absolutely embarrassed um, you know, by 30-plus points. So uh, that's not going to be easy for the Mavs either. KP's playing really good basketball. Uh, we'll see if Christian Wood can step up and kind of you know, neutralize uh, the threat of KP in that matchup. But um, then they finish off the week Saturday, uh, third game in four nights, uh, back home against the Portland Trailblazers, who may or may not be without Dame Lillard. Uh, we'll just have to see, you know, how that turns out. But uh, the Trailblazers are play- have been playing good basketball even without Dame. So uh, that's going to be another tough one. I mean, all of these games are very winnable for the Mavs. I mean, I, you could very easily see them going 4-0 in this stretch. You could also see them going 2-2 and in this stretch. Uh, you know, it just depends on, it depends on which team shows up uh, the one – that we saw rarely, you know, against the Memphis Grizzlies where they got the big lead and they actually held on to it and added to it (laughs) throughout the game? Or is it going to be the team that we've seen more often where they're still able to build a big lead, but they take their foot off the gas and, you know, the other team gets back into it and it creates a, a stressful environment for the fan base. So that's what's going on with the Mavs. Uh, just to give you a quick update on other things going on around the league, uh, there were four games that took place on Sunday. Uh, the Cleveland Cavaliers beat the Los Angeles Lakers 114-100. to The Cavs improved to 8-1. and They've been the second-best team in the league uh, behind the Milwaukee Bucks, who are still undefeated, uh, and the Lakers dropped to 2-7. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. If you're a basketball junkie, then you know there's no better time of year than the NBA playoffs. 
twice a week, J.J. Reddick is cooking on his podcast, The Old Man and the Three. He has guys come on in all stages of their careers to talk about the league and share stories you won't hear anywhere else, including Devin Booker on why he talks so much trash, Ray Allen's epic free throw competitions with LeBron in Miami, and the moment Tyrese Halliburton knew Pascal Siakam would be a good fit in Indy. In addition to player interviews, every Monday, J.J. breaks down the top three things happening around the NBA with unmatched analysis, not outlandish takes, and is often joined by masterminds of the game like Tim Legler to dive deep on rookie reports, trade breakdowns, and why is mean mugging now a tech? You won't find another outlet that covers the game as comprehensively and with such insight as J.J. does it on The Old Man and the Three. Make this your companion podcast during the playoffs. Listen to The Old Man and the Three ad-free on Wondery Plus or wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, The Chicago Bulls lost to the Toronto Raptors, uh, who the Mavs beat uh, in their last game, 113-104. to uh, the Bulls dropped to five and six. The Raptors improved to six and four. Uh, the Memphis Grizzlies they defeated the Washington Wizards, who the Mavs play this week, uh, to improve to seven and three. The Wizards dropped to four and six. Final score of that game was one hundred three to ninety seven. Uh, and then the final game on Sunday uh, was the Jazz versus the Clippers. The Jazz beat the Clippers one ten to one hundred two. Uh, the Jazz improved to eight and three on the year, and the Clippers dropped to five and five. So that is what happened on the NBA Sunday slate. Uh, you know the Clippers; they're uh, you know they're still five hundred. They're treading water, but you know it's kind of uh, disheartening on their end because you never know what's going on with Kawhi or you know when he's going to be available and. I saw a really good thing on Twitter the other day that, you know, some people might think is cheesy, but, I mean, look, I I think there's some truth to it. Uh, Basically saying, like, you know, everybody gives Anthony Davis a hard time for never being available for the Lakers, you know, throughout the last couple of years. Uh, But who's holding Kawhi accountable? Like, I know there's some injury stuff that he probably can't help, but it's the same situation with Anthony Davis. I mean, I think they're two similar situations that, you know, should be treated equally. One thing for the Lakers, uh, and, you know, that they're not good. They're 2-7, and seven, but uh, everybody was wondering if Russell Westbrook would be able to go to the bench and, you know, still produce and if, if it would be a good move. I think it has been. I mean, he is, he's played really well off the bench, and... Look, I don't know what direction the Lakers plan to go the rest of the season if they're just going to ride it out with Russ because they don't want to give up first-round picks. But, I mean, look, I'm going to catch some heat for this because I do every single time I mention uh, Russell Westbrook and the Mavs together. But, you know, if the Lakers were willing to take on a package consisting of, you know, Tim Hardaway Jr., Davis Bertans, and, you know, if there has to be another salary filler, you know, look into it there. But uh, if if they were basically willing to just take salary filler for Russell Westbrook, I would take a chance on that if I'm the Mavs. I mean, why not? You have a need for what Westbrook brings, and especially if he's willing to come off the bench and he's shown that he's capable of doing that with the Lakers now. 
and he's he's on an expiring contract. I mean, it's it's a huge contract, but it's it's expiring after this year. So, I mean, worst case scenario, if it doesn't work out, you know, you can either agree to a buyout or you can just you know run out the rest of the year and then he leaves in free agency, and you don't have to worry about it anymore. But man, that that would be that would be interesting because. You know, all these other teams are, like, trying to squeeze the Lakers for first-round picks in order to take Russell Westbrook. But uh, from the Lakers' standpoint, you look at it, it's like, why Why are we going to, you know, sell our future uh, that's not going to have LeBron in it? You know, LeBron's already showing signs of father time this year. You know, why, why are we going to sell our 2027 and 2029 first-round picks to get off of a dude uh, in Russell Westbrook who's going to be a free agent in, you know, five, six months anyway. Um, so, I mean, that that doesn't make much sense. And I think if the Mavs were just like, hey, you know, we won't squeeze you off for first-round picks for Russell Westbrook if, you know, you'll take some, uh, some salary off our hands in THJ and Bertons. And look, it, it, it's one of those situations where there is some risk involved. But, I mean, given the Mavs' specific need for a third ball handler, you know, especially a guy coming off the bench who can bring energy and, you know, kind of kind of keep the foot on the gas, so to speak, when Luka's not in the game, I mean, I, I could see it working out really well. And I know, I mean, I, I don't think Nico Harrison and Mark Cuban, uh, you know, they, they probably – are more conservative with this than my thinking. But, you know, I really just, if I was the Mavs and I was looking for a, you know, a high potential move at, you know, low cost, that's probably where I would look at. Because Utah's playing so well, you know, Mike Conley's a guy that the Mavs should be interested in, but his price is probably uh, more than what uh, they want to spend because Danny Ainge, I mean, I know – Conley's contract uh, going into next year is not ideal, but he's playing good basketball, and Danny Ainge isn't going to just let him, you know, float by without even attempting to get a first-round pick in return for him. Uh, Kyle Lowry is a guy I wrote about, you know, the Mavs potentially trading for uh, the other day, but, you know, he's showing signs of slowing down, and, you know, he's older, he's 36, so you don't know if, like, a change of scenery would help or if he's just, you know, at that point of his career where he's not going to be able to flip that switch anymore. Uh, and he's, you know, like Conley, he still has another year left on his contract after this year, and, you know, it's closer to $30 million. So uh, that's a that's a tougher pill to swallow there, especially if he isn't able to flip that switch, so to speak. Uh, but you know, it's, it's a thing we got to keep an eye on because, you know, these blown lead, you know, it's great that the Mavs are able to build, uh, such big leads in these games and it shows how, how talented they are and how much potential there is. But if you're continuously blowing those leads, then, you know, you're going to have to shake it up and add a guy to the roster, you know, who is capable of, you know, slowing the tide a little bit, you know, when, when, when you're up 19 and things get a little dicey and, 
you know, they cut it to four, the other team cuts it to 14 or 12 points. You need a guy who can come in there and get a bucket or, you know, find an open man, find an open shooter uh, if Luka's not in the game to get you a bucket and make sure that doesn't keep dwindling down to single digits and giving the team, you know, other team ultimate confidence. So, I don't know, just my thoughts. I'm rambling on a Monday morning, but uh, that's that's my thoughts on the Russell Westbrook thing. Uh, be nice. Don't 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 flame me too hard for that take. But you know, I've just I've seen enough from him coming off the bench these last hand, handful of games for the Lakers to where I'm just like, oh, okay. Well, I, I could see that working, <laughs> and I could see him being you know happy playing for Jason Kidd too. So I don't know. We'll see. We'll see how all that turns out this season, but. All right, guys, uh, I appreciate it. Thanks for joining me again uh, with your morning coffee. Uh, Be sure to like, rate, and subscribe on all your favorite podcast platforms, and be sure to give us a review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. I really appreciate it, Uh, and we'll see you next time. I'll I'll see you early in the morning tomorrow morning, uh, and hopefully it'll be after a Mavs win over the Nets. We'll see how that game goes. I'll be I'll be back on here to recap that one and everything else that went on around the league. Appreciate it guys. Y'all have a great Monday. We'll see you tomorrow.